All right, and here we go. Big news, obviously, tonight, but just have no fear. Fear is not for those of us who follow the Lord, but my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Have no fear. Just have fury. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's no, he is the glory. He is the lifter of your head. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver me, but you are a shield around me, O Lord. You bestow glory on me and lift up my head. Psalm chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Isaiah 54, 17. There's no problem. For though we walk in the flesh, we do, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So there's no need to fear what we have to do. It's very simple. I had some beta mail the other night, right? Oh, this is just, I thought this was going to be more of a, you know, a Christian program. And it was nothing but a red faced political rant. Really? You'll hear more Bible verses in a podcast like in my podcast, than you will at 99.9% .9 of churches on Sunday morning. I'll give you here. You know what you're supposed to do? Out of Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18, stand. There you go. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's all you got to do. There's nothing to be afraid of. We will stand. There's already six governors. Last I checked, right before, literally 10 minutes ago, there's already six governors that are going to have absolutely nothing to do with what Joe Biden has done. Tonight we have, and be real careful, don't put out stupid language. Don't put out violent language on your Twitter feeds, on your Facebook feeds, on any of your social media, because according to Jack Posobiec's insider in the White House, he has a very reliable insider inside the White House. The FBI and the intelligence agencies were set to monitor tonight all of social media to see who puts out incendiary language. So just don't put out anything violent. We are going to stand, and by the way, we are going to win. We're going to win. We're going to take the we're going to take back the house in 2022 with real MAGA Republicans, people who really stand for the Constitution, and shut down Joe Biden. That's what's going to happen. So raise up your head, and all we need to do is stand. It's as simple as that. And we are going to win this thing. So let's get into Joe Biden, shall we? As he tries to, and I emphasize the word tries to, I emphasize the word tries to enter, uh, enter us into the new world order. Well, here we are right off the bat here. Disclosed TV video. Our patience, Biden says, is wearing thin with the unvaccinated. Play it for me. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. How has it cost us, Joe? Well, our refusal to vaccinate has cost you what? Allegedly, if you're vaccinated, you're safe from the unvaccinated. So what's the point of getting vaccinated if it doesn't make you safe from allegedly the unvaccinated? So it doesn't make you safe from the unvaccinated and it doesn't make you safe from the virus. So what's the point of getting vaccinated? I have these stats for you. Just keep these in the back of your mind. I put these out on Twitter. Here's the thing. 
So far, allegedly, and I don't believe any of the CDC numbers, but let's play in them. Let's bathe in them for just a moment. According to the CDC, there's been 650,000 Americans have died of COVID. I don't believe those numbers, but like I said, let's play with it. So how many of them died in 2020 under Donald Trump's reign? 378,000 in 2020. That's running from February of 2020 through December of 2020. So that's 11 months. So uh, 378,000 died in 11 months under Trump. 270,000 have died this year under Biden in eight months with the country half vaxxed. Half of the country is vaxxed and you still have 270,000 people that have died in eight months in comparison to 378,000 that died under Trump in 11 months. So under Trump, you had an average of 34,000, uh, 34,000 deaths per month under Trump. And under Biden, you have 34.3 thousand deaths per month with the country half vaccinated. So tell me the value of the vaccines. You're, you're losing your patience with what, Joe Biden? Losing your patience with what? You know what he's losing his patience with? Knowing that the vaccines don't work, and now he's going to have to figure out something. And their answer to a vaccine that doesn't work is to give you another one. That's what he's getting upset about. All right, Jack Posobiec tweet on Kamala. Here we go. Kamala had little. This is from Jack Posobiec's insider inside the White House. And you need to get this part. Kamala had little to do. Kamala Harris had little to do with the COVID speech today. Ron Klain, that's the second, like the staff, the person in charge of the White House staff, and Fauci were all hands in. Jill Biden, Dr. Jill, wanted to go full Australia. She wanted us to be Australia starting today. That's what that's who Jill Biden is. And we're going to cover Australia very briefly, but in a moment, just so you know, this is what Jill Biden actually wants. We know Joe's brain's gone. So the brains of the operation is Jill Biden, which is absolutely terrifying. All right, so the Dirty Truth Josh video, illegitimate Joe Biden has went into full dictator mode signing executive orders to force people to get the jab. So he lists his executive orders right here. Play it for me. If you're seeking care at a health facility, you should be able to know that the people treating you are vaccinated. Simple, straightforward, period. Next, I will sign an executive order that will now require all executive branch federal employees to be vaccinated, all. And I've signed another executive order that will require federal contractors to do the same. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. If you want to do business with the federal government, vaccinate your workforce. And tonight, I'm removing one of the last remaining obstacles that make it difficult for you to get vaccinated. The Department of Labor will require employers with 100 or more workers to give those workers paid time off to get vaccinated. No one should lose pay in order to get vaccinated or take a loved one to get vaccinated. Today, in total, the vaccine requirements in my plan will affect about 100 million Americans, two-thirds of all workers. And for other sectors, I issue this appeal to those of you running large entertainment venues, from sports arenas to concert venues to movie theaters, please require folks to get vaccinated or show a negative test as a condition of entry. 
and to the nation's family physicians, pediatricians, GPs, general practitioners. You're the most trusted medical voice to your patients. You may be the one person who can get someone to change their mind about being vaccinated. Tonight, I'm asking each of you to reach out to your unvaccinated patients over the next two weeks and make a personal appeal to them to get the shot. America needs your personal involvement in this critical effort. So you have Joe Biden out there issuing one executive order after another, which will come down. They will come down. And by the way, most of what he's doing outside of the federal stuff is completely unconstitutional, including people who are contracted and working for with the feds. So if you're contracted to build a road for the feds, you have to be vaccinated. That's unconstitutional. It's affecting, according to him, two-thirds of all workers. Just so you know, and let me just put this out to everybody. I want to just say once again, congratulations to all the COVID caving churches out there. And listen, you might, you, you might be thinking, well, our church is open now. Not good enough. It's not good enough that you're open now. It's not good enough that your pastor's pretending like he never closed because he will close for the next thing. And by the way, if your church took PPP money and you need to ask your pastor if they did, ask him, what are you going to do to stand up when the government comes and tells you and gives you their edicts? Like you're going to have to have people vaxxed to walk into your building. You're going to have to have a well health safety seal on your door. What are you going to do? When your church owes the federal government hundreds and hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars, or they've got some sort of uh, agreement in place where they don't have to pay it back as long as they follow the edicts of the federal government, what are you going to do? Listen, you need to understand something. This is radical times. My head's not hung. I am not defeated at all. This, to me, all this is is lights coming on in a room and all the roaches are revealed. That's all this is to me. Because my God shall supply all my need. I am not worried. My God's above all of this. I stand in the promises of God. I am not worried at all. I'll sleep like a baby tonight. Literally, I will sleep like a baby tonight. But you Christians who closed your doors, judgment begins with the house of God. This is a nation that was built on Christianity. I don't care what the left says. It was built on evangelical Christianity, the Bible. That's what this nation, and you as Christians, if you close, I don't care whether you closed for a week, a month, a day, a year, I don't care. If you turned your back on the word of God, which says whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is loose. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. I could go verse after verse after verse. And you turned your back on that and you closed your church. You strapped a lie on your face. Well, no, Tom, we, you know. We're just trying to show everybody how much we care. You don't lie. You don't show people how much you care by putting a lie strapped onto your face along with your kids' faces. And, you're, and you haven't turned, listen, opening up your church is not repentance. Repentance is repentance. Pastors, if you've not gone out and made a public statement and said, I was wrong for ever closing my church, your anointing is right now suspended and you already know that it is. And don't sit there and tell me how much you hate Joe Biden. Don't sit there and call me. Don't call yourself a Patriot pastor. There's some big name pastor right now doing a podcast called hold the line, hold the line doing with Sean Foyt, nothing against Sean Foyt, but hold the line. He was closed for months. 
He hasn't come out and publicly repented. I'll decide whether or not I'll give you his name. Who knows? It may come out at any moment. Big name. Hold the line, pastor. You haven't come out and said you were wrong for shutting down your church for more than half a year. You COVID caving coward. This is what you get. Now you get somebody like Joe Biden who's in office. Because everybody caved to COVID. They didn't want to allegedly vote in person because they were terrified of a 99.9% survival virus. Backed up by the church. The church is all closed. Endorsed it. And then you get a fraudulent election with Zucker boxes all over the country collecting fraudulent manifested ballots that came from nowhere with no IDs, no, no signature verification, no chain of custody. It's all coming out in Maricopa. I won't get to it tonight. I have the information, but I won't get to Maricopa until Saturday. Who knows if I'll get to it then either. But it's coming out. There's at least 96,000 ghost votes in Maricopa County alone. Trump lost Arizona by 11,000 votes. Lost, I put in quotes. But the reason why he's even, don't be getting all mad when it's you that put Biden in. You close your church or you're a conservative and you close your business or you're a Christian or you're a conservative and you strapped a mask on your face. You're the reason why we have what we have. Don't get all mad now. What you should be doing is godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse 10. Told you get more Bible verses here than you will at an art church sermon this Sunday. It's your fault. I'm thinking, Tom, you shouldn't do it. Listen, I don't, I'm gone. Nobody's asking me. I'm not booking appointments. Nobody's asking me to come preach at their church outside of Rodney Howard Brown. Nobody. I'm not trying to book appointments. I'll point fingers. I'll say whatever I want. But the reason why we have the mess that we have, the Holocaust that is in the White House trying to usher in tyranny, the new world order, and the mark of the beast is because of the evangelical church in America closing its doors. And you need to go up to your pastor and ask him when he's going to apologize instead of acting like he never closed. There's even pastors I know right now who lie about it and act like they've never closed. They know they closed and they need to repent. That's Jesus style. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven as at hand, not pretend for the kingdom of heaven as at hand. You closed your church. You're the one who ushered Biden in. Just remember that. Own it. Turn from it. Tell everybody that you're sorry and don't do it again. Whether you're a leader or whether you're just somebody that's attending a church, it doesn't matter. We're all equals in the sight of God. There is no respect of persons with God. Romans 2, 11. There you go. There's another one for you. Just another red-faced political rant. Don't think so. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Biden would be doing this right now if he thought he could get away with it. Joe Biden wants us to go full boat Australia. Wait till we cover Australia in a minute. All right, here's the next one. I'm just rattling. These are just different clips off of this ridiculous speech, presser, whatever you want to call it. Can't call it a presser because once again, the galactic moron in chief doesn't even take one question afterwards. Tom Elliott video, Biden on his unconstitutionality, demanding companies impose vaccine mandates. This is not about freedom. I call this the 100 employee rule. Play it for me. We must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. Of the nearly 80 million eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated, many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So the time for waiting is over. 
This summer, we made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you, the people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. All right, here we go. So there we are. So he says, Biden says that we made, he made all sorts of progress over the summer, right? All sorts of progress. Now, again, going back to those stats that I read to you, four, four million people more were vaccinated. Well, what did that do? Well, he has an average of 34,000 people dying per month with half of the country fully vaccinated. He alleges close to 60% of the country is completely vaccinated. And he has just as many, he actually has slightly more deaths per, per month than Donald Trump had with no vaccinations. So how did he progress? Why would you ever take a vaccination that doesn't stop transmission, that gives you a viral load that's 250 times that of an unvaccinated person? 53% of all of all cases in Israel, hospitalizations are fully vaxxed people. 64% of deaths in the UK are fully vaxxed people. 98% of severe cases in Israel are fully vaxxed people. So what's the point? 13,000 people, actually close to 14,000 in the one vein that's actually being reported in the fraudulent bear site, where there's actually 11 veins that are supposed to be feeding that site. Only one is feeding that site. And that's 14,000 deaths. You have from the vax only, and then you have the Thomas Rents lawsuit that's alleging another 45,000 deaths from another vein of the VAERS report. Everybody has seen the videos, seen the doctors, the capillary blood clotting, the myocarditis. So what's this alleged progress? And again, let me just cover. Biden keeps saying, if you believe right now, what is today, September 9th? If you believe that there is an FDA-approved vaccination that's available to you, you have bought into Satan's lies. And you're like, Tom, man, you're getting heavy-duty spiritual. Listen, Satan is the father of lies. His native language is lying. In John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus speaking to the Pharisees and Sadducees, his, the Sanhedrin leaders of the day, he, called, he said that you are doing, your, doing the will of your father, the devil, because they're bold-faced liars, just like Joe Biden. Is there an FDA-approved, available drug-free uh, vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine, available to anybody? Absolutely not. Fauci's wife, who runs the bioethics board on the NIH, who does the FDA approvals, what she approved was Comerity. Comerity is not the current Pfizer vaccine. It is not the current Moderna vaccine. It is not available for public use. It has not been publicly consumed. It has not been publicly used. And it is the only one that's available. So when the military has to be fully vaxxed by September 15, according to their contract, it has to be by an FDA-approved vaccine. There is no FDA-approved vaccine that's available 
to vaccinate hundreds of thousands of soldiers, airmen, marines, and sailors. There isn't any, there is no publicly available vaccine. Comerity is not available. Those, he, he goes around saying that there's that the current vaccination, you notice he uses cloudy language, but he really just puts it out there that there's now, you know, everybody wanted the FDA approval to get the vaccine. Not me. I could care less whether it's FDA approved or not. I have never taken that toxin. But he says everybody's waiting for the FDA approval to take the vaccine. There is none. Pull it up. Please pull it up. Pull it up. You can look at look at anywhere. There is no FDA approved vaccine available to the public. None. It's not available. It's a lie. He says everybody was waiting for the FDA approval to take the vaccine. And now there's FDA approval. No, there's not. These people are of Satan. They are liars. That's what they are. Don't try to understand it. They're power perverted liars. That's who these people are. He says that this is not about freedom. Oh, really? So our freedom is gone for the sake of protection. And what he does is he's doing what every power pervert. Boris Johnson did this today. Boris Johnson, the prime minister of England, put in, he's putting in for another six months of emergency powers for himself. Why? Because they're sadomasochistic, pseudo-sexual power pervs. That's who these people are. That's who they are. So all you got to do is like Joe Biden, I'm going to give the Department of Labor the rights under an emergency order to mandate that any company that has 100 or more employees has to have everybody vaccinated. That's not constitutional. And already right before the airing of this podcast is at least six governors on board, DeSantis and Nome being two of them, the Wyoming governor, I believe Abbott and several others are already saying this is not going to fly in our states. All this is, is exposing tyranny. Let them expose themselves for mass electoral defeat coming up in the future. Tom Elliott video, Biden opens his remarks thusly. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are not vaccinated. Play it for me. And it starts with understanding this. Even as the Delta variant 19 has COVID-19 has been hitting this country hard. We have the tools to combat the virus. If we can come together as a country and use those tools, if we raise our vaccination rate, protect ourselves and others with masking, expanded testing, and identify people who are infected, we can and we will turn the tide on COVID-19. It'll take a lot of hard work. It's going to take some time. Many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated, even though the vaccine is safe, effective, and free. Well, I'm, I'm frustrated with the however many millions of Americans, because I don't believe their stats, are vaccinated out there shedding their, vac- their virus all over the place because they're carrying 250 times the viral load of an unvaccinated person. Facts. That's the truth. They're also causing the mu mutation. They're causing the Delta mutation because when you vaccinate, 
a respiratory virus, you cause it inherently to mutate over and over and over again, even eventually forming a super uh, mutation that can never be vaccinated against. Nice job with an eight. This goes to Donald Trump too. Nice job pushing forward a vaccine that you're supposed to take uh, a decade and a half to even come to human trials and pushing it out in 18 months, causing endless mutations. Explain to me why it is that in, India has 7% of its population vaccinated in the Delta variant, which began in India from a mutation, from a vaccine. Tell me why they have 7% of their population vaccinated and we have between 50 and 60% of our population vaccinated. Why is the Delta variant gone from India? Why isn't it in Afghanistan where only 2% of the population is vaccinated? Why is it that the most vaccinated countries have the most virus? Please explain that to me. Iceland, England, Israel, United States, why is that? Why would that be? And these other countries like Afghanistan, who's got 30 million people living there and has 7,000 COVID deaths and 2% of their population is vaccinated because you can't vaccinate against an ever mutating virus. Because as soon as you create a vaccination, it mutates and becomes the Delta and becomes unvaccinated. There is no vaccine. I was about to say that then the vaccine doesn't do anything. The vaccination never has done anything. For those of you yahoos that believe you take your flu A or flu B vaccine every whatever winter or what fall whenever you take them, I don't take stupid vaccines. And you think that it kept you from getting the flu? You can't. It's a respiratory virus. Why, if, if coronavirus, which is the common cold, if we've never been able to vaccinate about, I mean, I'm 53 years old in my entire life, that we've never had a vaccination for the common cold, and suddenly, the same exact virus, another coronavirus, and we create a vaccine 18 months, and you, Yehu, stick it in your veins? Have you lost your mind? And you need to be watching some other videos for once in your life instead of listening to devils like Anthony Fauci and Scott Gottlieb and, and all the, Joe Biden and the rest of them. You need to listen like Charles Hoff. People like that whose patients are showing at a 60% level capillary blood clotting 10 days after the after taking the COVID-19 mRNA vaccination. The inventor, the inventor of Robert Malone of the mRNA uh, technology says you're a fool if you take this vaccination. It's gene altering. Your immune system will never be the same again. You need to actually delve deep into this. 32,000 deaths from the European Union. From the vaccine only, only. 32, another 32,000 coming from Brazil. And you think we only have 14,000 dead here from the vaccination? It's going to come out, folks. See, right now, our reporting system, you can just take away the word CDC and just put CCP there. Our reporting system is absolutely corrupt. I mean, come on. Anthony Fauci's wife is the bioethics director for the NIH who decides who, what FDA vaccinations are licensed and which ones aren't. I mean, they're thoroughly corrupt. They're all in bed together. They're thoroughly corrupt. It's Biden. Biden fired the FDA director who wouldn't approve the vaccine, put in another person to run the FDA that would approve it, the same Yehu that approved fentanyl. Whoops, whoopsie daisy. Yeah, that same person. And lo and behold, even that, even that galactic idiot wouldn't actually 
approve the current Pfizer vaccine. Why wouldn't she do that? Why wouldn't she do that? Because she doesn't want that albatross, that millstone hung around her neck of the 14,000 dead on the VAERS report. Dead from taking a vaccine for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. Why would you ever take a vaccine? And then I see all these parents on social media. I can't wait for it to be available for my seven-year-old, seven-year-old. Your seven-year-old has a seven to 20 times, is seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID. And you can't wait to get your poor masked, separated, quarantined, locked down, poor child vaccinated too when they've been locked in their home for the last 18 or 19 months because you're, you're just a consumer of lies and a liar yourself. Truly amazing anybody ever listens to these people. Last thing Biden said in that video is he goes, safe, effective, and free? Safe? Oh, really? 32,000 dead in the EU, European Union? And that's convoluted numbers. You know it's probably twice that. 32,000 dead coming out of Brazil, 14,000 dead here, safe? You mean the VAERS report is, I believe, up to 600,000 adverse effects have been reported, safe? Multiple by the hundreds, maybe even the thousands of miscarriages, safe? So that covers safe, effective? He says safe, effective, and free. How's it effective? Does it stop transmission? They said it would, remember? So it doesn't do that. It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't stop the person who took the vaccine from getting sick. 98% of severe infections in Israel are fully vaxxed people. 64% of deaths in the UK are fully, COVID deaths are fully vaxxed people. Iceland has the same stats. Anybody who's honest has the same stats. The hospital, listen, the hospitals in America are lying. They're lying. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. Effective? Really? Doesn't stop transmission? Doesn't stop you from getting it? Doesn't stop you from spreading it? Doesn't stop severe infection? Doesn't stop death? So how's it effective? It has severe adverse effects. It's killed thousands of people. Who, who, when, when would we ever allow a vaccine that's killed hundreds of thousands of people worldwide to continue on unless it's on purpose? When would that ever happen? Listen, I, I think it was the swine flu. They had a couple deaths from the swine flu vaccine. They shut that freaking thing down. Yes, all my Christian cuss words are coming out tonight. You're going to hear freaking, you're going to hear crap, and then my worst one of all, bull crap. They're all coming out tonight. They shut it down with just a few deaths for the swine, for the swine flu vaccine. And for again, for a 99.9% survival virus, they're just letting hundreds of thousands of people die. It's just like, is Afghanistan really, is, is Afghanistan incompetence or treason? Is the vaccines incompetence or mass murder? Is the vaccines incompetence or mark of the beast? And I'm not talking about the vaccines themselves. It'll be the vaccine passports that either become the mark of the beast or we stand our ground. Because we don't stand our ground. And that's why I'm telling you, Christians, you had better confront your churches and you'd better confront your pastors if you are attending a church that is not currently preaching about the mark of the beast out of Revelation 13, 16 through 18. You are, you are not attending a gospel church. You're attending a bunch. Well, you know, let's, let's, let's preach about honor today. Let's have another, let's do another marriage seminar. We certainly don't want to talk about the world. 
If you're not, if you don't have a pastor that's that's preaching to you out of Revelation 13, 16 through 18, you need to leave that church. Immediately leave. He's he's a COVID knee bender. He'll he'll usher in, he'll he'll have a table set up at his church in the foyer for the mark of the beast. Watch. You don't believe me? At that time, they will betray and hate each other. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Matthew chapter 24, 10 through 13. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. These pastors that bent their knees to COVID and are refusing to repent and are just pretending like they never closed their churches and pretending like they're conservatives and Joe Biden haters and they hate mass mandates, but they take the vaccine themselves. All I mean, I know Ben Shapiro is not an evangelical Christian, but he's a good or great example. He hates mass mandates, can't stand Joe Biden, can't stand the socialism. Yeah, don't, you, you don't need to be masking my kids. And then takes their vaccine. And then takes their vaccine. Franklin Graham calling the vaccine a gift from heaven. What... <laughs> What I did in the toilet today is more of a gift from heaven than this vaccine. And that's what these people are pushing. If you are going to a church that is not preaching the following verses, and I know you've already heard them, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Hear his wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. If you're not hearing that in your church today, in direct reference to vaccine passports, you are attending a church that is not of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that is not anointed of the Holy Spirit, because the word of God is the sword of the Holy Spirit. For the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrows, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews chapter chapter four, verse 12. Or if you're not attending a church like that, if, listen, I'm telling you, some of you are watching this right now. You're afraid to come to my church. What are you afraid of? Oh, I'm not, you know, I don't want somebody who's that intense. Yeah, listen, pull your thumb out of your mouth. What are you 12? Pull your thumb out of your mouth and go to a church. Well, now I'm definitely not going. Cause you just said that. So you would rather go sit under lies. Which, by the way, the Bible says the wicked sit under lies. The wicked sit under deceitful lips. So you're wicked. If you know they're not preaching the gospel to you because you know it's making, because I want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to feel offended. Then you are purposely wicked yourself. Tom, I thought, you know, you're going to talk about Biden tonight. No, this, this is way more, way more important than Biden. The church, the judgment begins at the house of God first. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if it is hard for the righteous to be saved. Sorry, Calvinists. And if it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. First Peter chapter 4, 17 through 19. 
If you're not sitting under a church that is talking about the mark of the beast, that is, if you're sitting, if you're going to a church that is not talking about the mark of the beast, you're going to the wrong church. The European Union, the entire freaking European Union cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel without their mark of the beast. Or, uh, oh, sorry, vaccine passport. Israel can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without the mark of the beast. Or, uh, vaccine passports. All of New York City can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. Canada comes out in a couple weeks if Trudeau has his way. Newfoundland comes out in a couple weeks if, they, if, they, if he has his way. One country is falling after another and the evangelical church is watching the mark of the beast unfold before their very eyes and doesn't say a freaking word. So who's this, going back to Joe Biden, who's this, who's this vaccine mandate going to affect the most? Allegedly, you can put it up there or do side by side. There you go. Allegedly, the Democratic Party, right? They're, they're the, the people of minority. They're, they're, they're the ones that represent minorities. Listen, all the black people, all the Hispanics, just come on my side now. Come on. Come on. Listen, black population in America, love you. You're very conservative anyway. They've just fooled you as they massacre you in the neighbor of three to 100, four, three, 300 to 400,000 black Americans are killed by the number one cause of death in the black community every year is what? That would be abortion caused by the Democratic Party, caused by Margaret Sanger, caused by the capitulation of Hillary Clinton, caused by Bill Gates, whose father was on the board, the founding board, founding member of Planned Parenthood. So they make sure that there's a Planned Parenthood on every corner of every urban center in America massacring the black community. And then the black community votes 80 to 90 percent Democrat. But see, the black community starting to wake up. Look at these stats right here. Put it on the bigs to make sure everybody can see it. There you go. Look at the stats here. How many? How many Asian? How many? How many people in the Asian community are, are not being vaccinated? Sixty-eight percent. How about the white community? Fifty-two percent. How about in the Hispanic community? Forty-eight percent. How about in the black community? Forty-three percent. That's actually who has been vaccinated. I take that back. I got it all wrong. So let me say it again. Who has been vaccinated? Only 43% of the black community has been vaccinated. Only 43. So 57% not vaccinated. 48% of the Hispanic community has been vaccinated. So 52%. 48% of the white community has not been vaccinated. Come on, Asians. Guess Asians just believe what they say, you know? You look, look a lot, you know, you look where a lot of Asian people came from. Whether it was China, whether it was Japan, Vietnam, whatever, Korea, whatever it may be. It's habitual totalitarianism. You got to get it out of your bloodstream. But Joe Biden is actually attacking the black community. Of which, again, 57% of the black community is not vaccinated. And that, by the way, I just, I had that same exact graph several months ago. But now it's all the way up to the end of August and it hasn't changed a lick at all in any of the categories. The white people are not going to get vaccinated. We ain't getting vaccinated. The Hispanic people, the black people that aren't going to get vaccinated, we aren't getting vaccinated, Joe. I Look at me, look at me eye to eye right here, right now. I will never, ever get vaccinated. I will never, ever wear a mask. I will never, ever lock down my church. Ever. Never have never will well yeah that could cost you your job don't care my god will supply all my needs 
Just fine with me. All right, Daily Caller video flashback. What, what, how did Biden used to feel about vaccine mandates? Play it for me. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory. That she's hit a brick wall with trying to convince people to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Is that a sign that perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates? And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? Well, I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, That is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. That certainly is appropriate. Also, local communities uh, are going to take steps they need to take uh, in order. Not the role of the federal government, Jen Psaki and Joe Biden says. And then they mandate it to 100 million Americans. Great job, COVID cavers. All you remember you all last last March and April with your self-induced quarantines at home remember that we're staying home and saving lives great job christians that did that now look what you got congratulations as you watch the mark of the beast unfolding right before your very eyes and you still won't repent i still i don't see any of these art church lukewarm piece of crap churches i don't see them repenting at all to this day, with all of this stuff happening, you just had Joe Biden mandate to 100 million people that you will take the unapproved FDA vaccination, Pfizer vaccination that's not approved by the FDA, that he lies over and over and over again and says that it is because ain't one, one of those shots comarity, not one. And here we are. Congratulations. Uh, did you enjoy that? Acting like you're superior to people like me that stayed open? Well, how, how right was I? How right did I turn out to be? I remember somebody mocking me when I said that the mask was a precursor to the mark of the beast. Oh, how do you like it now, dumb stick? Huh? How do you like it now? Look what you got now. Oh, look at it. Look at look at me, love. I, I wear a mask so people feel comfortable around me. Let me. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one for the team and get vaccinated. How do you like it now? Look where we are. It only took, oh, you know, yeah, but Tom, you know, nobody's got a mark on their right, on their right hand or on their forehead. Well, it only took us 18 months to get to vaccine passports and green passes and common passes and QR codes on people's phones. How much longer do you think it's going to take since Bill Gates and the Pentagon are already working on and two separate entities are working on quantum dot tattooing as we speak? You don't believe me? Oh, that's, you know, that's right-wing conspiracy there. Well, just pull up Gavi MasterCard, Gavi MasterCard, G-A-V-I, MasterCard, and Bill Gates, Quantum Dot Tattooing. Pull it up. BioNTech, of course, and Pfizer are involved with that too. Great job. Quarantine super Christians. Great job. Why don't you repent? Don't come to my church if you don't want to. What? But you're hard-pressed to find some, hard-pressed to find a church that's preaching the gospel these days. Because everybody's preaching the gospel of, I don't want to offend. You know what? These are the shirts I wear. Look at that. Unvaccinated because I'm not stupid. I'm not afraid. I don't care if the FBI is monitoring what I say tonight. Hey, FBI, if you happen to catch anything that I say, I'll, you know what you can do? You can take whatever you have in your hand, just glob it up into a big, a giant ball, put it sideways and shove it up your own caboose. FBI's brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party and nothing 
else. That's all they are. All right, let's go to this one. Daily Caller, Biden, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated workers. Why would that be? Play it for me. Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. The bottom line, we're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. We're going to reduce the spread of COVID-19 by increasing the share of the workforce that is vaccinated in businesses all across. So why exactly would you need if you had if you were trying to get me to take the vaccination and you were telling me to get vaccinated because you were afraid of me and you're vaccinated? Why would I take your vaccination that is requiring you to get me vaccinated because your vaccination is so incompetent that it won't protect you from the unvaccinated? Why would I take it? Why would I take you have to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated? Then what's the point of being vaccinated? How does anybody not see this? Christians, if you've taken the vaccination, it is not over for you. You need to be praying right now that God leaches out every bit of that toxin that's rumbling around in your veins right now. And that God heals the damage that's already potentially been done. And start over again and actually repent. You don't need to repent to me. You don't need to repent to any person. You need to repent to God that you turned your back on the word of God. And it is that simple. When the word of God says in Matthew chapter 8 verse 17, Jesus said this of the prophet Isaiah that he took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. Why would you vaccinate? Why? And I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever, whatever you loose on earth is, is loosed in heaven. And all you pastors close your churches for a 99.9% survival virus. Oh, Tom, it's not 99.9% survival for everybody. Oh, really? What's the stats then? Do you even know them? I do. I've got them memorized. From zero to 19 years of age, COVID-19 is post. All of these are post-infection is 99.997% survivable. So why did you close your churches? Was it for the zero to 19 year olds? From 20 to 49, it is 99.98% post-infection survivable. So you didn't close your church for the 20 to 49 year olds, did you pastors or church leaders? Did you? Both of those are better than the flu so far. What about, well, no, yeah, but we got to get to the, okay, so let's go 49 to 70. What's the post-infection survival rate there? What is it? 99.5%. Slightly, slightly worse than the flu. Slightly. You closed your church for that? Never closed your church for the 30 to 80,000 Americans that die per year from the flu, did you? Never masked, never locked down, never quarantined. Never thought it, never gave yourself great virtue because you strapped lies on your face. You never did that before, did you? Well, yeah, but okay, okay. So from zero to 70, all right. Well, how many, how many more people? Okay, maybe you've got an older church. How survivable is, is COVID after 70? 95 plus percent, depending on how many comorbidities you have. I have a stat that puts even if the person has over 10 comorbidities and is over the age of 70, it's still 90 plus percent survivable. And you closed your churches and you take a vaccine and you see what the vaccine is causing right now. Not only the vaccine causing deaths, not only is the vaccine causing mass infirmity and illness, 
Bell's palsy, miscarriages, whatever it may be. You see that, but then you see the vaccine passports where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR code, and that does nothing to rivet your soul, evangelical Christian. You have to guard your reputation, the portrait of yourself, so fervently that you resist the truth. You you choose your portrait, you choose your mirage, you choose your image and your reputation over the truth. Because you don't want to acknowledge that you wasted 18 freaking months of your life so far. You don't want to do that. You'd, you'd rather live in a lie. You'd rather usher in help, help the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and Prince Charles and Joe Biden and Angela Merkel, Boris Johnson, Emmanuel Macron, Scott Morrison and all the, and Justin Trudeau and all the rest of the members of the World Economic Forum. You'd rather just pretend that you weren't wrong and usher in the mark of the beast. Also, that your friends who claim to have so much wisdom think highly of you. Well, I don't want them to think I'm some kind of radical like you, Tom. You'd better get radical. Let your yes be yes and your no be no for whatever is more than these are from the evil one. Jesus didn't say be reasonable. You choose the word of God over your reputation, over your wisdom. I love all the Christians. Well, yeah, you know, I, I, I believe in Matthew 16, 19 and binding and loosening. But you know, Tom, you got to use wisdom. That's heresy. That's of the devil. That statement is of the devil. God doesn't need God doesn't need to filter out his word through your brain gray matter. He's good. All right, so what the greatest governor on the planet right now, of course, is Ron DeSantis. What is his reaction to Joe Biden's speech? Play it for me. I can say the one thing uh, that I've, I'm concerned about is I'm trying to force mandates on on individuals um, and businesses um, how can we get to the point in the country where you would want to have someone lose their job because of their choice about uh, about the vaccine or not I mean look some folks have reasons to do maybe they're making the wrong decision but to put to put them out of work and, and send them and not let them earn a living because of this I just think that that's fundamentally wrong and I think that the more and more this has become coercive, where people have threatened mandates and, and firing and business consequences, the more it does that, I think the more people it alienates. I don't think it actually helps uh, to get more people uh, to ultimately do it, but uh, I do not believe that people should lose their jobs um, over this issue, and, um, and, and we will fight that. And they try to do that through, through a, a rule like the Department of Labor, I don't think they have the legal authority to do that. We obviously would want to support protections for people uh, who are just trying to earn a living. Hey, you know what? Let Biden make people lose their jobs. Good luck with that, Joey. Good, good, good luck with that, Joe. Because right now there's 10 million vacancies in the United States. 10 million. That you can't, there's, they can't find people. They cannot find people to fill jobs. Eventually, eventually, Democrats, this will affect you. There won't be anybody to get your cafe latte. There won't be any waiters at your fancy steak clubs. There won't be anybody available for you anymore. It will come for you. Your totalitarianism, understand something. Tyranny knows no bounds. It does not know victims or righteous. It only knows victims. It will come for you. Let them have it cost everybody their job. 
Who's going to who's going to drive Joe Biden's car? Who's going to cook his meals? Who's going to spoon feed him his applesauce at night? Who? There won't be anybody left, Joey. Go ahead, cost everybody their jobs. This is why you need to be, listen, everybody needs to have a Gap account. Everybody needs to have a Getter account. Everybody needs to have a Rumble account. Andrew Torba from Gap, he says we need to be forming together right now a parallel economy. It's, it's the left that wants to ban, that wants to censor, and wants to kill. That's who they are. They kill the unborn to 60 million per year worldwide. That's them. Us, we just need to have our own parallel economy. I don't care if some leftist comes into my store and buys a bunch of stuff. Fine, we're fine with that. They don't want us in their stores. Tell them to take their stores, turn them sideways, and shove them up their own caboose. Don't go into those parallel the thing. There's a restaurant in Florida that says no Biden people are welcome here. Fine with me. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye pearls before swine, lest they trample them under the feet and turn again and rend you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. If a household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever will not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake the dust off your feet. It will be more tolerable in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. They don't want Matthew 10, 13 through 15. They don't want you. Fine. Fine. It's not unloving. It's not unloving to wash your feet off. It's not unloving to not cast your pearls before the swine and give not that which is holy unto the dogs. That's Christianity. Those were all preached by Jesus. Those were quotes by Jesus Christ. Doesn't mean that you don't feed the hungry. It doesn't mean that you don't give water to the thirsty. It doesn't mean that you see a Democrat broke down the side of the road. You don't stop and help them. I'm not saying that, but we need to have our own economy where nobody's censored, where nobody's banned. Where you don't have to, every company, right now, listen to me, every conservative company, if you don't already have any testicles, grow them tonight. Grow them right now, grow them and put a sign on your door that says we will never require vaccinations ever. Do it. You will explode. The church that I pastor right here, Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida, at the start of COVID-19, maybe we had 150 people. Now we got 500. Because we stood, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Make it happen. Do it. Andrew Torbett's perfect. He's the owner of Gab. He's, he's creating his own parallel economy. Nobody gets banned off Gab. Nobody gets banned off Getter. Nobody gets banned off Rumble. The liberals can go there and have their own. We never are. It's funny how they always call us Hitler and all of our sites don't do any of the Hitler-esque things or the Stalin-esque things or the Maoist things. Only their sites do that. There's some goof stick out of the Lincoln Project named Rick Wilson. And he's always, you can see him on Twitter, he's always calling for, for Zuckerberg to ban people and then will call right-wingers Hitler. We're not the ones killing people by the millions. They are, there you go. They are right there. They're doing it. He right there, that guy. He advocates for the, for the butchering of 60 million babies per year. That guy. He does it. We don't do it and then calls me Hitler. 
I don't, I don't try to censor anybody. I never try to get him taken down. He says all sorts of things that offend me. I don't want him taken down. It's funny. Who is it that's always trying to take people down? The left. Who's trying to force vaccinations? The left. We're not forcing anything. So here you guys, you saw DeSantis's reply to Biden's little speech there, right? Well, here's what Biden said about governors. Play it for me. If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. I want you to see it out of his own mouth. So, if he, you know, the governors want to stand up. He says that as president of the United States, he's going to get them out of the way. And I think that it was Aaron that said this to me right before. That's my producer of my show. He said this right before. It, that The reason why Biden thinks like that is because Biden, whether it's Biden, Trudeau, Merkel, Macron, Morrison, whatever they may be, they don't think of themselves as presidents or prime ministers of sovereign nations. I'll just use Biden. Biden doesn't think of himself as a president of a sovereign nation called the United States of America. He thinks of himself of, as a governor of a state in the globalist nation. That's why he thinks governors have no power. Oh, <laughs> bull crap. He will not get any of this done in Wyoming. He will not get any of this done in Florida. Scott Kemp was another one. He stood up. You got to give credit where credit is due. Not a big fan of Kemp with the election. I love Kemp with COVID and I love what he did today. So kudos to him. Have not been a big fan of Christy Nome lately, but I'm starting to like her again. But she said she's not going to let. So you got South Dakota, it's Joe Biden's a no-go. Wyoming, Joe Biden's a no-go. Georgia, Joe Biden's a no-go. Florida, Joe Biden's a no-go. Those are just to name a few. There's others. I'm sure Abbott's going to be there. He may already be. I didn't have time to look them all up before the show because that was just breaking. And that's actually from Jack Posobiec. That's somebody you must follow on Twitter. All right, let's go to the next one, guys. Christy Nome tweet. My legal team is standing by ready to file our lawsuit the minute Joe Biden files his unconstitutional rule. This gross example of federal intrusion will not stand. Good job, Christy Nome. Let's go to the next one. Election wizard. Federal law enforcement officers. By the way, this makes up, get ready now, 30,000 law enforcement officers. 30,000. Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association opposes Biden's administration's action to mandate vaccination against COVID-19. They're federal, so they're taking a stand. Just so you know, they're not alone. Chicago PD, the entire Chicago PD has refused the vaccination. The NYPD has refused the vaccination. We are not alone. Just think of it this way. How many people have been vaccinated worldwide? Two billion. Two. Dos. Two billion. How many people live on the planet? Eight billion. We are the majority. It's six billion to two. Tell them to take their vaccines, crumble them up in a giant ball, and shove them up their caboose. We are six billion strong. They are two. And don't even believe their numbers. How? If you believe their numbers, then you believe you believe that Joe Biden actually won. You actually believe Joe Biden got eighty-one million votes. They're the same people, exact same sort of people feeding you the COVID numbers. Let's go to the next one, Andrew Pollack. Seattle lost 300 cops after the city defunded the police. Now they're, So they're already 300 down. That's huge in Seattle. It's really not that big of a city. They're 300 officers down because of Jenny Durkin, the mayor of that city, defunding the police department. Three, another, it, listen, it's all demon rat party. The Republicans are spineless. I, I agree. 
But the Democrats, that's why we have to have MAGA Republicans. Not globalists, nationalists. Not white nationalists. I don't care what color they are. We need to have nationalist people who say the United States is a sovereign nation that will close the southern border. Nationalist MAGA Republicans put in place. That needs to happen. Go ahead, there's Durkin right here, just so you know who we're talking about. So she's already cost her city 300, 300 cops. Now because of Biden, there's another 200 that are set to go. It's the demon rat party. And if you ever, you, you got to pull up this video on YouTube. It's called Seattle is Dying. It's 30 minutes long. It is a great watch. The city is gone. San Francisco, gone. LA, gone. New York, gone. They are absolute rubble. You seen the videos coming out of Philadelphia? It looks like the zombie apocalypse. De- you know, what is it called? Dead walking. What is it called? The Walking Dead looks like them. It's been a long time since I watched that show because they went libtard too. So here's Justin Hart. Just so I want everybody to see this. You can pull this up. I'm only going to read little snippets of it. But he said, here's the plan. That's it right there. If you want to pull it up, just pull that up. You can go to whitehouse.gov or you can go right to Justin Hart on Twitter. Here's the plan. And it's all kinds of awful. Let me try to hit on a few points that you may not have seen yet. We already got the 100 uh, the people, the companies that have 100 plus employees have to now be forcefully ma- uh, vaccinated. Requiring COVID-19 for over 17 million. This is this. That's his plan. Joe Biden's plan requires COVID-19 vaccinations for over 17 million healthcare workers at, at Medicare or Medicaid participating hospitals or other healthcare settings. So, if a hospital even gets any money from Medicaid or Medicare, everybody in the hospital has to be vaccinated. That's unconstitutional, folks. Unconstitutional. Don't let it happen. Nurses, walk out or stand your ground. We have to have you. In Houston alone, 150 nurses from one healthcare conglomerate were fired because they refused to take the vaccination. Parallel society, we'll open up our own hospitals. Just put it out there. If you were smart right now and you had any sort of entrepreneurial spirit and you're in the healthcare industry, open up a hospital. Open up a consortium right now, a co-op. Open it up and actually say, you know what? We're taking patients no matter what their vaccination status. You will explode with business. I'll sprint to you. I never get sick because I always buy sickness. I'll go and pretend I'm sick and give you $500. Here's another part. COVID-19 Health Equity Task Force. Great job, COVID cavers, that now we actually have. You quarantine super Christian mom, remember? Remember? We're at home right now baking cookies on quarantine day 17. Well, now what you got created through your, through your uh, complicity, through your cooperation, through your capitulation, now we've got what's called a COVID-19 health equity task force. Great. That's all part of the Joe Biden plan. Released an initial plan for booster shots. So you got a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop infection, causes a viral load 250 times more than the unvaccinated, and now they're going to boost it. You got that, you know, we got the absolute worthless vaccination that makes you carry around 250 times the normal viral load of an infected person. And what what are we going to do since it's not working? Let's give you more of that. 
You have Joe Biden averaging 34,000 deaths a month from COVID-19 with a country that's allegedly 60% vaccinated. And Donald Trump averaged 34,000 deaths a month with an unvaccinated country. So exactly the same because you can't vax, you can't mask, you can't lock down a virus. And what do they tell you they're going to do? Lock you down again, mask you again, and give you a booster. The definition of insanity, trying the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yes, I'm adding overs and expecting a different result. It will never work. So they're going to boost, continuing to require. Here's part of Joe Biden's plan. Get this one now. Continuing to require masking for interstate travel and double fines. Well, that's a man of the people. President Biden's executive order promoting COVID-19 safety in domestic and international travel directed applicable agencies to take action to require mask wearing in airports and on certain modes of public transportation, including on many airplanes, trains, maritime vessels, intercity bus services, blah, 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 blah. What a great plan, huh? Congratulations, COVID caving church. This is what you get. And I'm so sick and tired of the COVID caving Christians and the COVID caving conservatives. Joe Biden's sick and tired. He's losing patience with all of us unvaccinated people. Shove it, Biden. Shove it. I'm so sick and tired of hearing Christians and conservatives who allegedly are anti-Biden. I was going back and forth with Nolte from from Breitbart. Nolte, he's a writer for Breitbart. You can pull him up. And he's, he's advocating vaccinations for everybody. What are you thinking? As a Breitbart writer, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna spout the company line from Anthony Fauci and Joe Biden and Chris Saliza? Chris Saliza, hyper libtard, left of Mao. He's advocating the exact same thing you are, Nolte. I'm so sick of these guys. So sick and tired of them. Well, I'm against masking. Well, I'm I'm against forced vaccination. I'm against you know vaccine mandates. Whatever. And then you take their vaccination. You hate what they do, and then take it. It's like selling your soul to the devil. I hate the devil, but I'm going to sell my soul to him. What are you doing? What are you doing, Ben Shapiro? What are you doing, Ted Cruz? What are you doing, Donald Trump? Donald Trump. Sat in the White House for 11 months while Anthony Fauci destroyed his presidency and then took his vaccine. What are you doing? What are you doing? You don't take anything coming out of hell. It's never good when it's coming out of hell. Anything that a demon offers you like Bill Gates or Anthony Fauci or Deborah Burks or the NIH or the World Health Organization... The World Economic Forum, the CCP, the PLA, anything they offer, you don't take it and shove it into your bloodstream. Anything that they're saying that you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without, you don't support Nolte from Breitbart, Ben Shapiro from Daily Wire, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, you don't support it. Turn from your ways. Tom, are you anti-Trump? Of course I'm not anti-Trump. I'm going to not vote for Trump over Biden or Kamala Harris. Of course I'm voting for Trump if he's running. If DeSantis runs against him, I'm probably going to DeSantis, just so you know. Probably going to DeSantis. Leaning heavily that way. We'll see how it works out. 
All right, let's look at this now. I remember now, Jill Biden, what time is it? Jill Biden wanted us to go full Aussie, remember? So I'm going to cover some Aussie stuff for you, but I want you to see this, this first. I already said it, but I want you to see it. Here it is. Most of the world's population is still unvaxxed. This is Nasara Gazara tweet. Who is infecting who? Us or them? Most of the world's population is still unvaxxed. They want us to think the pro-vaxxers outnumber us, but they don't. We are the majority. Remember this. Stay empowered and stand your ground. Jill Biden wanted us to, wanted us to go full Australian, according to Jack Posobiec, his insider inside the White House. Ron Klain had nothing to do with this oppressor uh, that was given, the speech that was given by Biden, the, right, the White House director of staff, whatever it's called. He had nothing to do with it. Kamala Harris had nothing to do with that speech. But Jill Biden wanted everybody, he wanted Joe to go full Aussie. He wants to go full Aussie. So let's take a look at what's going on around the world. We'll start off with England real quick. Here you go. From uh, Paul Joseph Watson. Three weeks to flatten the curve, he says. Now you have breaking. Boris Johnson is trying to extend his COVID emergency powers for six months. So you have Boris Johnson, 18 months alone of, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. It is not enough, not enough for Boris Johnson. He wants more months where he can just say, you know what? I have emergency powers. I can do whatever I want. See, because it's never been about your health from day one. It's been about ushering in the mark of the beast. The dragon. It's been about ushering in a new world order from day one. And these guys, whether they know they're a part of it or not. They love the power. Boris Johnson wants to be able to sit up on his throne and go, you're essential. No, no, you know what? Today, you're essential. Okay, today, you're non-essential. They love it. Don't try to understand it. That's who they are. So Jill Biden wants us to go full Australia. Remember that now. That's from the insider inside the White House from Jack Posobiec. Jill Biden wants full Australia. So let's look at where Australia is at right now. Let's go to the uh, next one is Ezra Levant video. Australia says get used to regular boosters. Now look at this woman's face. We're just going to play a few seconds of it. Look, this is the health director out of Australia. This is where Jill Biden wants us to go. Play it for me. So there you go. For forever. That's what Jill Biden wants. Why? She's a power perf. She's an elitist. She's a bourgeois elitist. I question whether any of these people have even taken the vaccine. Jill, Joe, Barack, whoever it may be, these global elitist snobs. I wonder, because it's kind of funny how Barack Hussein Obama advocates for mass lockdowns, vaccines, but then has a 500 to 700 seat birthday party out on, out on, out on Martha's Vineyard, right? And causes an outbreak of COVID out there. It's funny how that works out where they they get caught one Democrat after another, whether it's Gaffin Newsom, whether it's Barack Hussein Obama, whether it's Biden himself, whoever, long litany, Nancy Pelosi could go one right after another, gets caught maskless all the time. Are they really scared of COVID or is it simply a conveyance for them to mark you, control you, separate you and take all your money? Is that really the, is that really what's happening? 
Could it be biblical prophecy actually unfolding? Look at that woman's face. You take advice. This is, this is the epitome of health. Certainly is not the epitome of spiritual health. Certainly is not the epitome of mental health. Certainly is not the epitome of, of emotional health. Look at her face. And you do what she says? No, thank you. I'm not taking her vaccine. Let's go to the next one. Election wizard video. Australian po- public health chief. Listen to listen closely. Oh, yeah. Put that up. Yeah, good job, guys. Dear cattle, she says. Now that we're, of course, making fun of her. This is a, uh, Jerome Bell tweet. Your trips to pubs and clubs will be traced as part of this new world order. Oh, she doesn't say that, does she? Cue the video. Play it for me, guys. Will exposure sites be put back in place, especially with reopening and people going back to pubs and stuff? Because our exposure sites still, will they be put back in place to be listed once we are reopening? Because they're not at the moment. Um, We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. Looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. Looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. And yes, it will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. Back to me. So again, evangelical Christians, you ready to wake up yet? Because Australia's gone. It's gone. It's a police state because of you. Because of the COVID caving, worldwide global church gone. Where's 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 Hillsong? You know, I'm curious. Where's Hillsong Church? Where you at? What's the pastor's name? Brian Houston. Brian Houston. Where you at, Brian? Where you at? Curious. You contact tracing alone. Those two words alone should rivet your soul. But and then she puts it together with, how, we're going to see how contract tracing lands in the new world order. And this doesn't cause, they're making me laugh back there. And this doesn't cause a worldwide revival. You know what, you know what it's causing? It's causing the Brian Houston's of the world, the Joel Osteen's of the world, the Andy Stanley's of the world, the Beth Moore's of the world, the Franklin Graham's of the world to sleep deeper. This is like night tall. What is it called? Night, 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 It's like they took a shot of NyQuil. This makes them sleepier. It doesn't bother you that a world five eyes country, a world superpower just said, you know, we're going to see what contact tracing is like when we, when we actually instituted into the new world order and nobody's preaching about this outside of Rodney Howard Brown, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, me, Arthur Pulaski, Greg Locke, people like that. Nobody's preaching it, but us amazing. I'm still waiting. You know, and people are like, you're pledged towards Pastor Rodney R. Brown. I am. He's my pastor. I love him the most. I'm just saying, I'm just very curious why he is the only worldwide, and I, I know Greg Locke, but Greg Locke is more of an internet guy. I love him. He's fantastic. Great. I'm talking about firm, firmly established heritage, worldwide ministry. Why is Rodney Howard Brown the only one who has stood up? Give me some names, guys, if I if I forget some. What, I mean, I'm just curious. Where's Stephen Furtick? Where's Bill Johnson? Uh, where's uh, Judah Smith? Uh, where's Brian Houston? Where's Jettison Franklin? Just curious. Where are they at? You know where they all are? They've either reopened their churches without repenting or have not opened their churches. T.D. Jakes, who's urging you have to be masked to go into T.D. Jakes' church, and they're urging you to be vaccinated. You have TD Jakes, let's just use TD Jakes as an example. So you have TD Jakes and you have the health director from 
Australia, now Jill Biden wanting to do exactly what they're doing, right? And you have them calling out and saying, you know, we're going to see how contact tracing lands in the new world order. And then TD Jakes says, you know what? You have to be vaccinated to come to my church. You have to be masked. You have to be vaccinated. We're urging you. Nobody under the age of 11, blah, 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 all that stuff going on in this church because of people like this. That's the response of somebody like T.D. Jakes, of Stephen Furtick, of Jettison Franklin. Not worldwide revival, not worldwide repentance, not worldwide preaching of the gospel of Jesus, not worldwide Christians being arrested because they refused to close their churches. Peter was arrested, John was arrested, Stephen was arrested, Jesus was arrested, and Christians won't open their churches for fear of being arrested. Why is it that Rodney Howard, why is Rodney Howard Brown the only person why is he the only worldwide name, heritage, worldwide name? Who? Name the other one. Go ahead. Name him. Name him. You can't. Where's Richard Roberts? Where's Pat Robertson? Where are they? Gone. They're gone. And you've got contact tracing sitting with the new world order, and that doesn't even wake you up. Look at me, my own people. I don't call you my own anymore. Apologies. Those of you who left my ministry because we stayed open. This doesn't do anything to you. Well, I'm not coming back to you, Tom. You call people names. Well, okay, great. You go to a COVID caving church then. Because the next thing that's coming is they're going to lock you down for climate change. What they're going to say to you is this. They're going to say, you know what? Those lockdowns work so good to lower the earth, lower the, uh, the emissions on the planet. That you know what? It's an emergency right now. So, you know, we're only set, it's only going to be 14 days. We're going to lock down the whole world again so we can lower emissions. But don't you worry. I know we're crushing your businesses. No problem because we're going to give you a guaranteed monthly income. Crash all your business. You can order everything from Bezos. Make $25,000 a year. You live in a cubicle with four other people. But don't, don't, Prince Charles won't be giving up his money. Hillary Clinton won't be giving up. Barack and Michelle will still be on their $20 million Martha's Vineyard mansion. But you'll live in your little cubicle and do exactly what you're told because that pastor will close for that one too because they never repented. They never went Jesus style. It doesn't count that you opened up your church. It doesn't count. You have to come out and say you're wrong. Just If you have to, you can just say it to God if you want. But if you're a pastor, you need to say it to your flock at minimum. And you should go public on social media. All right, Finn, uh, Darella tweet. I can't wait. I love this tweet. This is my tweet of the day. I can't wait for when they are all are, are, are on. Come on, Tom. The fourth jab. And they blame the higher spike in mortality on those that only have three jabs. That's what's coming. That's, that's what's coming. What's, no, Tom, that hasn't happened. It's already happened in Israel. Your green pass in Israel? Invalid unless you've taken a booster. So unless you've got three jabs... In Israel, you have, you can't go into a mall, you can't go to a soccer game, you can't go into a movie theater, you can't go into a restaurant, sit down and eat, unless you've got your third jab. Now, oh, they won't keep up again. Oh, they won't. Well, they've already said in America, they said, well, you have to get your, your booster at eight months for that great vaccine. So great that you have to get a booster for it at eight months. Well, then they lowered it to six. Now they've lowered it to five. And that's part of Biden's new plan is to make boosters mass available to everybody. Such a great vaccine that you're going to have to get a booster every quarter. But they're not trying to control you. This is all about your health. 
They're trying to save lives, just like all the virtue signaling morons with their masks on. They're just trying to save lives, right? It's all about your health. This is not our fight. This is not our time, says the Ark Church pastor. We need, to, we need to be community partners and good neighbors. We need to listen to the experts like Anthony Fauci. They're trying to save our lives. I'm quoting a pastor from Largo, Florida, who filed a petition. This is an evangelical pastor who I believe their his denomination is Church of God out of Cleveland, Tennessee, which is evangelical and Pentecostal. He actually circulated a petition to try to make churches deemed non-essential in Florida after Rodney Howard Brown paid the price and really forced DeSantis into, into, into deeming churches essential. He tried to reverse it. What a great job, Anthony. Great job. You know who you are. I hope you're watching. If you don't, no, I won't say his name yet. City lawyers video. There we go. Don't play it yet. Doc, this is a doctor in Australia. Listen to her. This, this member now, I'm, I keep playing stuff from Australia. This is what Jill Biden wants. Play it for me. In March of this year, APRA, which is the uh, Australian health regulating body of GPs actually sent an, a letter to all GPs. And in that letter, they were very, very explicit, explicit in their directions to GPs by saying that you are in no way able to interfere with the vaccination rollout of the federal government. And that even includes discussions on social media about potential options to vaccine. And if you are caught um, interfering with the national rollout of the vaccination program, we reserve the right to conduct an investigation in, into your behaviour and to your actions and potentially have you deregistered as a GP. So here we are. We now have doctors who have trained themselves for many, many years to be able to, to give the best health advice to their patients with the patient's health in mind, now having resting over their head this heavy bureaucracy saying, if you interfere in... All right, so if you don't push the, the vaccine propaganda as a doctor in Australia, this is what Jill Biden wants, remember from the Jack Posobiec inside the White House source, in Australia, if you don't push the vaccine propaganda as a practicing MD, no license for you, Right? And that's what Joe Biden was pushing for that today. We need to just go ahead and make the move and go full Australian. Problem is, you know what? Australia has no guns. Just keep that in the back of your mind. All right, so here we are, last refuge. So why is Australia so COVID tyrannical? Well, it must be backed up by some sort of statistical data, right? So here it is. Last refuge tweet. You guys put that up for me. There you go. Can you do it? There we go. Eight people died in New South Wales. Eight people. Remember now, yeah, give me, do me, just do me side by side. So you got eight people, eight people. And it, this is out of, I'm trying to remember exactly how many people live in New South Wales. It's millions. So you got eight people out of millions died in New South Wales, Australia yesterday from COVID. Two were in their nineties. This is from this week. This isn't true yesterday, but it's from this week. So it's Monday, Tuesday. Two were in their nineties. Three were in their eighties. Three were in their 70s. All of them reported as having previously existing underlying medical conditions. Oh, you got it, New South Wales? What's it, what is it? Eight, oh, my gosh. I thought it was four. Eight, eight million. Oh, my gosh. Eight million people 
Thank you guys, Tommy, Tommy and Aaron. Thank you guys. Listen, 8 million people live in New South Wales. Eight died of COVID, all of them elderly, all of them with pre-existing conditions. And by the way, the, the rules are, the way they put out statistical data is actually a little bit more honest in Australia. None of them died of COVID. They died with COVID. And they, so they're shutting down their entire country for this. Keep this in mind when you watch this video. Play, play it for me. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, pleasingly, the New South Wales uh, average for first doses is now over 74%, and we just encourage everybody to keep pushing for that. And in particular, in some of our hotspot local government areas, uh, the first dose average is just amazing. Uh, Blacktown is over 85% first dose. Camden's over 86%. Campbelltown's over 82%, Parramatta's over 81%, uh, Canterbury-Bankstown's over 76%, and Dubbo's over 77%. So we're really pleased with those results, and we just ask people to keep coming forward. And, of course, our message is don't be left behind. Obviously, when these local government areas are in the high 80s and the state average is 74%, it means some areas in the state are falling behind, and we want to make sure we have targeted strategies uh, in those communities. So don't be left behind when we start opening up. Up because when we open up at 70% double dose, it will be only for those who are vaccinated. So there's, there's time now to get your first dose and then fit in your second dose before New South Wales starts opening up. And I just want to make that message as strong as possible. Uh, to 8pm last night, we had 1,220 cases of community transmission and uh, regrettably eight people lost their lives uh, with COVID and we extend our deepest condolences to them and their families. Uh, but we also appreciate uh, that the best way to deal with the current outbreak is those high rates of vaccination. And I'm very pleased today to have with us Auntie Pauline DeWeed, who is the Executive Director of Aboriginal Health from St Vincent's. And she'll be speaking to us about the importance of our Indigenous community members, as well as the wider community. So they're doing a conference here, over eight deaths out of eight million. So that it's all a mirage. It is all about, I mean, think about it. Let me grab, pull that thing off, guys. There you go. Here's the thing. They're doing a press conference as if they just had a national disaster. Do you see the mirage? They're up there. You hear all the cameras going off. They had eight people die. Out of eight million, not one of them under the age of 70. A third of them over the age of 90, another third over the age of 80, and all of them over the age of 70, and all with comorbidities. And they're having a news conference as if a bomb went off and killed 40,000 people. Can't you see it? Please like and share this video and send it to people that this video will offend. They Hopefully they'll wake up. I mean, this is a mirage. I mean, all the cameras clicking, the importance is she's on the mic giving an announcement of eight people that died in a week out of eight million. Well, Tommy, you're belittling death. Okay, well, if I'm belittling death, then you're belittling death more because certainly more people died in car crashes than that. Certainly more people died of heart attacks than that. Certainly more people died of cancer than that. You're the one who's belittling death, not me. You're making a mockery of death when you do a news conference for eight people out of eight million. What was the death percentage? 0.1%, right? What is it? 
Oh my gosh. So you, here's your odds of dying. They're giving it to me here. 0.00001% chance of dying. And you have a news conference? You can't see this? Allegedly, they say three to four million people worldwide have died of COVID out of eight billion. It's a thousand millions in a billion. Think about that, would you please? And you have news conferences over this? Who needs to be careful with COVID? People over the age of basically 80 with comorbidities. They should be careful with it. Don't get that vaccination. Ivermectin, Regeneron, Zinc, and Hydroxychloroquine. You'll be just fine most of the time. Yes, it will take some lives. But you have a news conference over this? Can't you see the mirage? The gaslit propaganda? They're acting like it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. And their entire country is a police state. You can't go outside of two kilometers or five kilometers from your house. You're only allowed out two hours a day for non-essential practices, non-essential things. You're allowed to go to the grocery store. You're allowed to go out of your house and exercise. And then they deem that you can go out for an extra hour. We're going to deem this to you. They're building. Get this now. In Australia, I thought it was one. Pastor Rodney showed me that it was three. They're building three COVID internment camps in Australia. Australia. Remember the place we all used to want to go to go watch kangaroos? Not anymore. I wouldn't go anywhere near that communist state. They're gone, folks. And New Zealand's just as bad or worse. There it is. I'm not lying to you. And who put that? I'll do a side-by-side here. Who put this out? No, you can't. Who put that out? They did. That's off their own website. You think it's right-wing conspiracy? It's not right-wing conspiracy. They put that out. They're very proud of it. There's an airport that's going right along. Put it back up real quick. I'll just talk over it. There's an airport going right next to that there in Tuwanda. They can't wait. It's going to boost their economy to have their their, uh, corona, their COVID-19 internment camp. It's going to boost their economy in uh, Tuwamba, Australia. And there's the name underneath it. That's the person. That's like the, the premier of Tuwamba right there. Anastasia, whatever her last name is. Yeah. Premier of Queensland. There you go. This is all facts folks. Over what? Eight deaths out of 8 million. Been saying it from day one. Rodney Howard Brown tweet. The noose is tightening in communist Melbourne, Australia. Again, I know I'm saying this after every tweet. Just remember, Joe Biden was pressuring Joe Biden today to make us a mirror image of Australia. Mirror image of it. So what's their new rules they've got here in Melbourne, Australia? Rodney R. Brown says the noose is tightening towards communism. Stadiums, race, race courses, theme parks, and zoos can reopen to fully vaccinated only fully vaccinated with a four square mile. So you can't go if you live outside of four square miles from it though. Even if you're fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated people can attend ticketed and seated outdoor events with a 500 person cap. Eight million, eight people died out of 8 million. Cinemas, theaters, music halls, museums, galleries can reopen to fully vaccinated, only fully vaccinated with a four square mile meter rule. So again, you're allowed to go there. Only if you live within four miles of it. And they can, you can only have 75% seat capacity. Think about this. All for what? For eight people out of eight million. That's just in one province. 
There's other provinces with zero deaths. Weddings can go ahead with 50 fully vaccinated guests. <laughs> Dancing is allowed, but drinking must occur, occur while sitting down. What, what is happening here? How do Christ, evangelical Christians that are masked right now, that are locked, does this not bother you that a government is telling people at a wedding, dancing is allowed, but drinking must occur while sitting down? Dan Andrews, the premier of Victoria, says that when you do consume alcoholic beverages, you must drink them through your mask. Facts! I have the video. Truth! And this doesn't river your soul? This doesn't cause a worldwide revival? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free? Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery? This does nothing? 50 fully vaccinated guests can't attend funerals? Oh, thank you so much! Churches and places of worship can open to the fully vaccinated with, a, with again, only if you live within four square miles. I guess COVID doesn't know anything outside of five. Oh, I'm sorry, outside of 4.1 miles. COVID, suddenly, COVID will not spread outside of a four mile or whatever, the, a four me, square meter rule. Oh, four square meter. Oh, they have to stay four square meters apart. I got it. Travel across New South Wales can occur with caravan parks and camping grounds open to the fully vaccinated and carpooling permitted. Just like Jen Psaki said about the United States, again, under the pressure, I'm sure, of Jill Biden, we want to be just like this. Yes, we're going to be, things are going to change, but only if you're unvaccinated, is how Jen Psaki put it. Daniel Kelly, tweet, this is funny. If China thinks your lockdowns are draconian, then you're officially gone full 1984, China mocks Australia's draconian restrictions <laughs> after Sydney used police helicopters and the army to enforce its zero COVID lockdown with just 17% of adults vaccinated. China is making fun of the tyranny. These China, who drags off weaker Muslims by the thousands, rapes them, kills them, does experiments on them, and tortures them is mocking Australia's draconian measures. All right, just a couple more minutes. Look at this now. Buck Sexton tweet. There are over 200 million Americans who are vaccinated, allegedly. I don't buy that. And daily cases right now are 300% higher than they were a year ago when there were zero people vaccinated. Fauci and the lockdowns don't even attempt to explain this. Ask why. As the exact same stats I gave you right at the beginning of the show. Under under President Bush, under um, correction, ugh, under President Trump, 34,000 Americans allegedly, according to CDC stats, which I don't believe, according to, according to the CDC, 34,000 Americans died per month of COVID in 11 months with nobody vaccinated. Under Biden's eight months, 34.3 thousand Americans are dying per month with the country allegedly 60% vaccinated. So what good? And then you have Buck Sexton saying, we're actually, our caseload right now is 300% higher than it was last year. So what do the vaccines do exactly? You know what they do? They mark you. They distance you. They cause capillary blood clotting. They cause myocarditis and Bell's palsy. They cause your innate immune system to shut down and to artificially and wrongfully attack uh, spike proteins that were infected, that were in, well, infected, injected into your bloodstream by the trillions. That's what's truly happening. All right, couple, one more thing I want to cover. 
Look at this. Dr. Eek's tweet. Moderna just submitted data on boosters. Get this now. The FDA is evaluating data on Pfizer boosters. Israel is sending their data on boosters to the FDA. Yet the administration announced that boosters will be available September 20th, 11 days from now. Is that policy informing science or science informing policy? So you have a whole bunch of boosts. Leave that up there. You have a whole bunch of vaccines that have not been tested that they're currently testing, but yet rolling them out in the midst of not testing them, in the midst of just beginning to test them, yet they're rolling them out. And you inject that into your bloodstream. Go to the next one for me. The Jerusalem Post. Over 2 billion people worldwide have been inoculated against COVID-19. Remember, 6 billion have not. That's a three-to-one margin. Remember, we are not. We are not the minority. Now Israel researchers are trying to learn if mRNA vaccinations are dangerous (laughs) long-term. 2 billion. 2 billion people, 70 to 90% of Israel included in that 2 billion people, have been injected with a vaccine that they're now trying to determine if it's dangerous or not. And people take it. Why? Why would you ever do that? All right, listen, we are back here Saturday night, 1030 at night, CTN, quick show, one hour long. Don't miss it. Whatever happens between now and then, we will cover it. We will cover it with the Bible being applied. Now, listen, we're gonna, I'm going to go off. There'll be a couple little quick church ad stuff. Stay on. I've got a boatload of new videos. Right after I go off, stay on for a couple minutes. Watch these videos. They're great. Join me back here. I love all of you. Thank you all for watching this podcast. We got somewhere in the neighborhood of five, 600 people watching right now. Somewhere in that range, four to 600, whatever it is. I don't know. So in that, in that range, 500 people watching. I love you all. Even though, even if you're offended, I love you. I want what I want what's best for you. Even if you never watch this podcast again or ever watch me preach, I love you. I want you to live. I want you to have life and life to its full abundance as Jesus promised in John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want that for you. I might be too offensive for you, but know that Jesus loves you. But it caused, listen, what is love for God? First John chapter five, verse three, to obey his commands. Turn, it's not a sin to take the vaccine. It's just stupid. Turn from your sin. Trust Jesus as Lord and Savior. Conservatism will not get you into heaven. The removal of your sin will get you into heaven. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Turn from your sin and then turn from the world system. Listen to this last Bible verse. Romans chapter 12, verse two, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. The masking, the vasking, the, the vaxing, the separating, the tyranny, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing and perfect. will. that's what I want for you. Love you all in Jesus name. See you Saturday, 1030. God bless.